fuck is that? It's your gym. I don't know. Have you I ever heard that from. before? No. Neither have I. The hell's going on? Uh, it's not raining. Oh, someone might be taking a shower. Oh. I don't think we. Doug ever... was here. Doug always does take oh, a shower. Yeah. No, I never, never heard the shower run in the gym closet <laughs> from the ah. closet. Yeah. <laughs> you got some nice equipment though. For mic capability. Yeah, it's it's nice that. That we can, I got the other cable in there if we needed it. Right. But, um, they're relatively cheap, though. Yeah, I mean, 30 bucks. The mics are 30 bucks, piece is all. And, and these, yeah, these are like 12 bucks, I think, I saw on Amazon. We, I got, I just got we some. We got the package. Like, oh, nice. This whole package was like 30 bucks. Holy shit. On, With the. Uh, on Amazon. This was the only thing we really That's a little bit more, yeah. On. Yeah, that was about 100 bucks. Sure. That was really so the only So then where, thing. oh, they're all going into the back. Yeah, so they all. They go. They all go into here. And you're USBing into. And then we USB into that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah, my setups. Bit, yeah, very similar. A little bit more. Uh, and then we had, we had something that didn't work. It only had two mic, but you could. It had like the, a lot of different audio, functions that we didn't really. Sure. Use a little more need. than what you want yeah. for a podcast and we didn't even know how to fucking do it so <laughs> it didn't do us any good anyway you're getting all three mics going through yep yep okay. so yeah so it's just uh basically going through um are yeah, we all four, on a, four a four different lines, channel so. yep yep oh, nice. all on yep. a mono yeah, channel that's so you need, yeah. um so then when we edit you know you can cut out cut out some and then um then i just throw it on a mono and i throw it up into uh add our like intro music at you know splice mm-hmm. some of the the intros and stuff together and do you chop kind of off silence there, so. i do a lot yeah, yeah. it helps yeah. i feel like it helps it makes it sound a lot smoother. but even even if you know like at when you're doing a podcast if you know that you can chop out silence like, right it makes it I, that's why i tell my guests you're fine i'm like if you want to stop and think about right. like obviously i'm not here to ask you a hard-hitting question that's going to stump you but if it, if you want to take some time to think about it Feel Hit free, it. and I can right. go through and take yeah, out the silence. Uh, right, and that's and th- like there's a feature on there that does it for you too. If you haven't figured that out, really? yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'll need to. I'll need to know that. It's in sure. like effect truncate silence, and it'll detect any silences. And it kind of depends, like if it's picking up truncate like the silence. water going right now, it might not. Sweet. It might not recognize that as a silence, as and then you can silence. shorten it to like uh, yeah. a certain amount of time, and then it like I'll it makes everything mess, just flow together. I'll have to mess with that for sure. Cause yeah, then then you can. It saves you a lot of like time. The other effect that I've so I just the good thing is so I'll just normalize it, go in, and like I used to edit out like if we were so I'd edit out silence and then I'd edit out like when we're just thinking and we'd be like um uh, yeah yeah. Uh, oh shit! Uh, I don't know. know. And uh. so like I'd edit that stuff out, but then. Um, but then I've just kind of we've we've gotten better to the point that we're we're not we don't have as much. Yeah, the more you do like it, that. the smoother. Yeah. It, but the then I just and then smoother. like the noise reduction, like if if that shower does affect us, then you can just pull that that noise clip. Yep. Where it's like a a piece of silence with just that noise, and it'll it'll take that noise and out. Yeah, so the noise nice. reduction. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's all huge, the yeah. it's a free program, and it's all free. Yeah. yeah, that's what I love about it. Is this explicit or no? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, fuck. Uh, not everything. like. Yeah. yeah. I don't plan on getting like, like too short, nasty on fuck here a lot because people like watching it, and I was like, no, I think I just say fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, uh, we do you were do that on purpose. This... That's what they asked. Do you do that on purpose to get more people to like it? And I was like, 
I no, I. I wonder if I don't mean that to. is. A I wonder tactic. if more people would. It is, like and it. that's what the. But like right. language, uh, who who was it that was saying something? That, they were time. like, uh, oh, it's uh, the giant dude with the the deep voice that does Andre uh, the Giant. No, Lou Ferrigno. N- not even close. Okay, <laughs> he does. He's in the movie where the guy sees fat chicks as hot chicks. Um, oh, um, what's it called? Um, the guy with Rob, Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob yeah. Schneider's in it. Yeah. Um, but he's I, he's the guy I, that actually puts the magic spell on the dude. That. That's Deuce Bigelow, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. he's on that. No, but then no, the, there's also the another movie like that no, too with Jack Black. Jack Black, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I can't think of the character. You're... Tony Robbins. There we go. Oh yeah, Tony Robbins is the dude's name. So Tony Robbins did this whole spiel about this psychological study of language, and so like he actually he says fuck specifically like in, in bad language to specifically target emotional feelings and do it, he does it strategically in different mm-hmm. in different instances what sort of so like dan yeah, harris talks yeah. about it in his he has a book called 10 you know who dan harris is he I was don't. he was uh like a national cbs anchor i think and he had a he had a mental breakdown he had a panic attack on the air really and he just he got so caught up in his job and all the pressures and demands of it that it finally like got to him and he he broke down on air so he knew he needed to address it so he started he got like super deep into like meditation and all these things all these mental health things and then he wrote a book about it called 10 percent happier and he uses he he uses language like you know he uses cuss words and things like that but he applies it to all these motivational quotes that we've all heard of before, and uh, they're almost to the point where they're, they're like too cliche, and we kind of dis we you oh, know, disregard them because we're like, oh, I've heard that a million times before. But when you throw like the f word in with it, it's like, hell well, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm ready to go to work yeah, now. Evokes that emotion and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Welcome into another episode of The Gym Closet. We are here with Scott Crava. He is the owner of Dream Big, the host of Dream Big Podcast. Welcome. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. What else you got going on with uh, Dream Big? Oh. Anything, anything, any other, uh, any other facets that we need to introduce you as? That's it for now. I mean, we might get into a little bit more a little bit later on. Um, with the direction that it's going, but yeah, right now I'm having, uh, an, an, uh, it's, it's to a point now where it's keeping me busy with what it is, with sure. the brand and the podcast and, uh, the growth of it. Yeah. I've, I've got plenty on my plate right now is what I'm trying That's to good. say. That's good. That's good, man. That's <laughs> how it's how now, it needs what, to be. What is Dream Big? And it's spelled D-R-M-N. Yep. Yeah, Dreamin' Big. Dreamin' Big. So, um, it is a clothing brand. The sole mission of it is to inspire people to dream big and mm-hmm. to take that a step further to encourage people to step outside the norms of everyday life and ultimately pursue the things you're passionate about. I hear you. Yeah. And so you've kind of done that with, so you have a full-time job and this is kind of your side gig, right? Yeah. So I work full-time at Urbandale High School, which is kind of where I got my start in designing unofficially and um you know it just got to a point where it was like i i have this thing that i'm decently good at could be better at and i might as well find a way to monetize it and um 
promote a positive message and encourage people to, uh, you know, start doing some big things. When did you start doing the Dream Big? Dream Big. big, Uh, Unofficially, um, I I made about 30 designs back in 2012. Um, But I wasn't ready to... I I, I don't have any background or education in design, art entrepreneurship business yeah so yeah when i say like i made like 30 designs i had the idea back then yeah. but i had no idea how to press play and yeah. make it real yeah sure. um so yeah i had 30 designs back in 2012 um and then finally launched it in 2014 okay and it's been growing ever since so talk a little bit about you know what what it took for you to to press play and to hit that next kind of step that you that really made that dream right into okay now it's reality i'm actually taking steps to obviously designing is steps that you need to take yeah but like what, what was that process like for you it was a combination of, th- of a couple different things um you know i knew i i realized i had a passion to for graphic design in college and it was kind of random i, I designed a t-shirt for a group of friends Sure. And it, it was then where I, the light bulb kind of went off, like, this is something that I could do, and I think I'm pretty good at. Um, fast forward to when I started my job at Urbandale. Um, like I said before, they had a, a need for some design work, and I just kind of volunteered and said that I would do it. Um, and then after seeing, you know, the response to that, that's when I kind of knew, like, okay, I need to start thinking big picture here. How can I, you know, take this passion and turn it into what I want to do with my life? Um, and then <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like I used to, I used to be super into video games and sure, you know, I, I do the like work nine to five, go to the gym, work out, go home, make dinner. And then my night would be, and it would consist of like playing video, video games. games. And then finally I got to a point, I don't even remember what it was. I, I was just like, I need, like, I could use this time and, 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 and apply it towards my talents. And then, sure make that into something yeah. like i need to monetize my talents is essentially what i was saying like right. how do i go about doing that yeah. and this is the time like uh, spending 10 hours a week on video games i could spend 10 hours a week <laughs> right. on my business yeah. and do something cool with it and you know it was a combination of those things and finally it just got to a point where it's like all right let's go like let's just let's just jump hell yeah that's yeah. awesome do you ever do you ever think well twitch probably wasn't around back then but no not, now right. now you got guys that are just like okay i'm Making a gamer and right i'm, I'm just gonna have twitch you, my game have you heard of that guy pewdiepie on uh-uh. youtube he's like the most uh-uh. famous youtuber of all time he's got the most subscribers there's a like a, a picture of the world and it all the countries that he has more subscribers than than, than they have population is all in red and half of the fucking map is red that's he has insane. more he has more subscribers than that's a ninja dude or no huh is that ninja dude or no no that's a different no. one okay he has more subscribers than canada has people it's crazy. Like, you know how much money you make? This guy's like one of the most powerful people in the world. He's a fucking idiot named PewDiePie playing video games, dude. It's crazy. It, the few, a, not e- to say e-sports, you gave up man. on your dream. I know. There's still time. There's still time. Esports is insane. Like, yeah. it's right? crazy. Like, it's going to be a professional sport this, oh, yeah. on the same level as like NBA, Major League yeah. Baseball, They've NFL. already started leagues. They yeah. had a kid that, oh, signed, that signed a $300,000 <laughs> signing bonus for to play in, I think, it, it might have been, is it Kobe? Does Kobe have a team? Does Kobe have a team? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, maybe, maybe not Kobe. It was uh, Kobe would, though. Uh, an old, it's, uh, maybe a retired Rodriguez. Um, Alex Rodriguez. Ad- Alex I didn't up his. I don't, it was, I don't it was a, it was an investor. Yeah. It was a retired uh, ball player yeah. turned investor yeah. that, that has a team now. Yeah. And they're, they're going well, nuts. Well, Grandview Grand, has yeah. the. There are, there are something like 200 colleges that have esports teams. Man. Yeah. 
That's insane. We're, we're That's... getting ready to build something similar at Urbandale. Really? Like, as we speak, yeah. yeah. We're That's working on that right now. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what's it like. Video games are nuts. In we one of our podcasts, yeah. yeah, we had, uh, <laughs> so what was, the, what was the game that we were Rocket watching? Rocket League. Rocket League. So we had like, we had 12 guys. We were talking about uh, sports injuries because all these guys at, at Grandview ended up getting injured. And we brought some guys. We actually did it on site in their dorm room. Um, this was this was several episodes back. But wait, wait, so wait. so. We're in there, and the entire time they're watching this Rocket League. Rocket it was League. like the national championships for college. For it was college, like Penn State yeah. versus Arizona State versus, like, oh my god! And these these guys have gotten full ride scholarships, and then they're going to go and and make more money than I could ever look Dream at. Of making yeah, it. yeah. yeah it's insane. which if you think about it though, it's kind of similar. Like, think about how fantasy sports have blown yeah. up within the last like ten oh, years. Yeah. It's kind of on the same same line as that. Only right. there's more skill involved. Like fantasy sports are. I mean, yeah, there's a, a little bit of, of skill luck, involved, yeah. but it's a yeah. ton of luck. Yeah. Where like, well, and that's these the video games, you're like, not controlling, you, right? Yeah, it's you skill know? in these video games. That's, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. The skill in video games. But I dig- <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, you, you jumped in, and what was the, uh, you know, what what was the mindset? Were you were you nervous? Were you you know were you just stoked to start rolling and and kind of get these things out? Or like, how did you how did you start? Uh, you know. After the research process, when you pull the trigger and actually have to buy product and stuff, what 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 was going through your mind? It was a combination of excitement for uh, you know finally getting started, uh, taking that first step, um, nervous as hell for sure, um, and you know with design itself, it's the things you create are personal. So when you release them to the public, it is kind of a it's nerve wracking because you put your like heart and soul (laughs) into this thing. (laughs) And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's internal. And then when you publish it to the masses for the first time, it is, it is. Yeah. Like you said, what if they don't like it? What if, someone's hypercritical of it and yeah. they just pick it apart and then all of a sudden you're just like well shit this wow, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess this isn't right. for me you know yeah yeah um my first the official launch of dreaming big was a pre-order um i didn't have a ton of money up front to start it i had produced a series of parody tailgating shirts for like iowa and iowa state okay cool and i took the money from that which was only a couple hundred dollars and kind of created a little bit of a buffer for dreaming big it wasn't enough to produce like a whole line sure so that's why i relied on that pre-order i did two or three pre-orders to start and that was my mindset then was like okay if this pre-order doesn't work i'll just go back and make it better i'll go back and make yeah. my designs better and design more and right do it over do again. another pre-order. so yeah. it, it really was more of a nothing to lose mindset like okay sweet um you know i'll throw this out there and see what happens and then from there, it, it did okay. Like, I didn't break any records with my first pre-order just because there's so much that I didn't know. Like, I didn't know anything about marketing. I thought, yeah. you know, anything you put on the internet, people would just naturally find it. <laughs> so, you know, it it really came down to, you know, friends and family that, you know, kind of bought into to the idea and what I was trying to do. And then from there, the pre-order, like I said, it didn't break any records, but it was enough that I could, you know, keep going forward. And not not to say that I wouldn't had that first pre-order not gone well. I don't think I would have just packed it up and been like, well, okay, right. on to the next idea. Right. You know, I would have gone back and refined it and made things better. And you know, it's just it's just gotten to the point. Or you know, from that first pre-order, I was able to take what was made from that and then invest it right back into the company. And that's really how I've operated up until now. And it's just grown to the point where I can, you know, produce like full collections and sure. I don't have to rely on that pre-order as much anymore. That, that's nice. Yeah. And so 
So with uh, what, what's the duck's name? Is it Savvy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he he had a name back in the day. So the the story behind the duck that was you know I referenced the first shirt I designed in college. Okay, yeah. A uh, bunch of college friends in Okaboji. I mean, you can imagine what was going on right during that trip. Um, we found like a mascot. It was like a I don't know. You'd you'd find this like in your grandma's house, like in the basement. It was like a magazine holder or something that would be on a center table, but okay, it was like sure. a. It had like a. It was actually a goose. I don't know why we called it a duck. Anyway, because <laughs> we were because ha- you were hammered right. and it was a duck that and, weekend. And, and this this duck became a shirt, and that's how I realized my dream, my passion for wanting to start a clothing company. So when I formed Dreaming Big, I kind of went back to that. Like, how did I get here? And I sure. made that the unofficial mascot of. Of That's Dreamin' sweet, Big. Yeah. And then um, there's been three versions of it since Dreamin' Big started. And the most recent would be the Savvy Duck, who is kind of this character that I've created who has these quotes that relate to some of the things I went to. When now he's kind of like this wisdom figure that kind of passes on these messages to people and it's Hell crazy yeah, how he's awesome. developed like i i got a mascot head made of him i should have brought it <laughs> that's fucking and, sweet and yeah. He's, so yeah moving forward like everything all our social media content will be the duck like doing something cool like you know out riding his bike wearing the newest dream and big shirt he'll have some right. quote and then it'll be like an unofficial advertisement type thing um yeah so that's been fun to just kind of make, create that character and Hell yeah, Make that's awesome. Is, yeah, yeah, that's and and the I mean the, the design on those are sweet. Yeah, I got, thank I, you. I, I got to get one. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting the uh, the gray with the camo. Duck yeah, on there. I got to get that one. Yeah, that that was a fun one. On I mean, um, and we might talk about this a little bit later, but it was fun to get creative with that and incorporate uh, a camo pattern into what I'm doing. I don't know. I love. There's just something about camo that right. I'm super into right now. Hell yeah, yeah that's we dope. Right over there. We know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shane, Shane's uh, tights got. Yeah, he's Shaneken has his uh, camo tights. Shaneken, he's got a booty. He does. <laughs> he, he's he's never, built up never, there. Never gone he's back built, there before. Right? Yeah. So Jordan's over here grabbing his ass. Yeah. That's not awkward at all. I miss you, Shane. He's been working out at Crave. Huh? He has, right? Yeah. yeah. He's just been out there squatting it up, man. So you know, one thing that we're talking about uh, this season at Crave is. Um, you know, one step ahead is education and continuing your education. So obviously we're working with JA junior achievements for, you know, some volunteer opportunities and, and concentrating on education children wise. But the other thing we're doing is we're really pushing all of our, uh, athletes in the gym to, um, to expand their knowledge, expand their success and, and try to further their careers in, you know, or, or even, you know, change their dream and and what do you do on a daily basis to continue your education and continue to drive forward and and like the the different things that as you advance through you know that obviously podcasting and stuff takes some research and that kind of stuff so what 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 do you do on a daily basis to make sure that you don't fall behind the eight ball and you're continuing to stay above the competition man that's tough because it's i'm definitely very much still a student in everything i do and and not only expanding, um, you know, what I, what I'm learning about just, it, there's a lot of books, there's a lot of podcasts, um, and, and there's no structure to it. There's no rhyme or reason. It right. just kind of happens. Sure. Um, so like, you know, audio books right now I'm listening to presence. Um, and it's just a book about mindfulness and being in the moment. And, 
Um, I, I haven't got that far into it yet, but, um, so yeah, it's that it's, it's looking at what other people are doing from an artistic standpoint, sure. seeing what the current trends are yeah, and that, then the art, the artistic and then the like, you know, material of the shirt is, I imagine there's n- no way you could ever know enough. Right? No, no, right. you're right. You're right. It, and, and that's okay. Yeah. That, that's fine. Cause it, you know, that's all part of the process. Yeah. I watch. you know, I, I pay pretty close attention to like Max Tuning and uh, Christian Guzman. I don't know if you know who those guys are, mm-hmm. but they have their own clothing brand and the process that goes into choosing the material that they want to use for the shirts is so unbelievably long. I, I, I never knew you could begin to think that much about what I'm like, oh, this feels nice. You know what right? I mean? Like, yeah. But it's the way it, it'll cut a certain way. Like, if it's a certain material, it'll fit your armpits different. I mean, it's nuts how yeah. much you have to do that. And it's almost it's almost daunting because, because yeah. it's like, how do you know what people are going <laughs> to want? Yeah. Right. And a lot of times people don't know what they want, so you right. just have to put it out there yeah. and then they'll be they'll oh, figure they it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the, you know, that's the, the big theme here for the eight weeks is kind of a boot camp on furthering your own success and furthering your own knowledge. And, and with that, we've we've talked about different podcasts and, and our podcast and, you know, the Dreamin' Big podcast. Those, those We talk about those different things. But then are there any other go-to podcasts for you that you listen to on a daily basis? Um, or on a weekly basis, I guess? It, I kind of jump around a little bit. You know, I go through phases where I'll listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, yeah. you know, Definitely, religiously yeah. for like a week just yeah. because he has so many interesting guests on there. And Definitely. a lot of different ideas that I normally wouldn't be exposed to. And, um, I like the fighter and the kid. I like Tim Ferriss's podcast. Um, what else am I listening to right now? Who is Tim Ferriss? He had Joe Rogan had him on the other day. And yeah. I didn't he listen to is, and speaking of books, that's a great book. The four hour work week. That's the guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like right now, like we talked about earlier, I have a ton of things. Like I have a full-time job. I have dreaming big, the clothing part. I have the podcast. So, yeah. Tim is big on efficiency and automation. So, like, sure. how can you simplify your process of whatever you're doing, almost making – putting it on autopilot yeah. and it's working for yeah. you, which is kind of – I already kind of do that having an online website. Like, my yeah. store is right. always open, you know. Right. Um, but there's just little, like, life hacks. And he's got a, a couple different books that, that break that down and – um, I think are you know anyone could apply yeah. to their life, their situation, what yeah. they're trying to do. He's the he's the one that did the four hour workout too, right? He did the four no. hour work week, the four hour body, um, the four hour kitchen. Maybe is he the crazy son of a bitch that like tried every supplement that there was out there, like all these different things on himself to, uh, to then write about it? Is that the same? I, I don't know if he did, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. So like, I'm talking crazy stuff, like. Here's a story he talks about in his book, and I guess I don't. I mean, it's public, I think, so I could probably get away with telling it without. Oh, if it's in his book, you're good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So he, he, uh, he's a world record holder in some form of combat. I don't know exactly what it is, and it was in maybe South Korea or it doesn't matter. Anyway, he found this loophole in some sort of combat where what he did was he lost an extreme amount of weight under the supervision of doctors right. within like a 48 hour period. So yeah. what he did is he, he showed up at weigh-ins. No, he lost all the weight. Sure. Went and weighed in. So he yeah. got into a lower weight class and okay. then within 24 hours, he put all the weight back on, yeah. but he was still in that weight class. And then there was a loophole that all you had to do was if you pushed your opponent out of the ring three consecutive times, you won. You won. And he won 
a world title doing that. Really? That's fucking yeah. insane. And he did it like just because yeah. he wanted to be a world record holder. Just yeah. fucking prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the could, judges right? didn't like that, right. but yeah. Everyone's just, everyone's just hating on him, yeah, but he's getting right. shit done. Yeah. That's fucking awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's just big on efficiency. He's big on finding other successful people in this world and breaking down what yeah. they do and how things they incorporate in their daily lives to be successful. And yeah. he shares that knowledge. And it's just cool to listen to. And, and you pick up on new ideas and things that you can apply in your everyday right. life. So we are in the gym closet. You're an athlete at Crave. What kind of... Uh, what kind of and relatively new? What's your take on the workouts? How how are you doing this season? And kind of get into a little bit of your fitness. Man, I love the workouts. I love that I can show up. I don't have to think about what I'm going to do at the gym. Um, I know it's going to be a good workout. It's going to push me, which is also something I kind of struggle with. Like I'm a guy who has this brand called Dreaming Big, and I push out all this motivational stuff. And then at the same time, I kind of struggle with like, okay, do I need to be a figure within this gym. So it's like, sometimes I will, right, right. like I'll be doing something and I'll need to take a break. Like I'll just get tired. And then like yeah, at yeah. that point in time, I'm kind of hard on myself. I'm like, Oh, the dreaming big guy's taking a break right now. I kind of like, put right. these weird <laughs> scenarios in my head, which I don't need to do because I mean the, like if the workout was easy, like it wouldn't, you know, what's the point. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, right now I'm kind of going through a little bit of a phase where I'm doing some work on my own too, which has been good. Um, like I said before, I like having a coach hold me accountable and push me. But then at the same time, I think you need to do a little bit of that on your own. Not to say that you can't in this environment because right. you very much have to. Like you can only make me do so much by what right. you say and what you do. Definitely. But I also think on my own, it's been good for me to do some of these workouts not being supervised right. and force myself to push yeah. myself. You know, yeah. does yeah. that make sense? Definitely. Yeah. And it's tough, you know, like you hear it all the time in coaching is like who, who motivates the motivator, mm -hmm, you know what yeah. I mean? And so we have a lot of athletes here that like are coaches elsewhere that get come in here and they're like, you know, I just need, I need you guys as, as coaches to push me because I'm motivating people nonstop 24 right. seven. So it's a lot of times I'm not motivated after that. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's, that's the thing that's, and it's interesting because we have this motivation conversation, like literally all the time on this podcast. <laughs> Wait, how many episodes? And, 39, probably 37 probably, times. Probably 37 <laughs> times we've had this motivation thing. And Changes so the motivation podcast. Yeah. And it's the big thing, you know, that we've, that we always turn to is like the lack of motivation, motivation quotes and all that kind of stuff only goes so far and in you it's one start, piece of it right and you, you just have to start living your life like those quotes and using consistency and and figuring out how to do shit when you're not motivated right you right. know what i mean so what do you do i mean is there times where you're just like man i don't you know i don't want to maybe not um but <laughs> but like maybe maybe like is there any like daunting work with your clothing line that there's just like um, for me, a lot of, uh, like the analytics and stuff in the gym, some of that stuff, I'm like, God, I just don't really feel like crunching these numbers right now, but it's something I have to grind through and actually do. Like, is there mm -hmm. anything, is there anything daunting, any tasks that you're like, God, if I could pay someone to do this, I would, but you know, maybe I don't have a ton of motivation to do this, but I know it's got to get done. So let's get it done. Right. No, definitely. I mean, I think, I think we all go through that in our everyday lives and I think it's okay. I think it's okay for you to, to 
to say, you know, I don't really feel like doing this right now. And I think it's okay not to do it right then. If you don't feel right. like doing it right then, it's perfectly okay to, I think it's okay to take a break. Like we all Definitely. need mental breaks and physical breaks from the things we do. Um, but then, yeah, there are times that if you just have to get it done, and you'll just, probably you just have I mean, to buckle, you right. know, buckle down and get it done. And you'll probably have, I mean, if you do come back to it, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's three days later, you're probably going to get a better product, you know, if, if you're feeling like doing it sometime yeah. too, yeah. you know what I mean? I, and I think too, like, I mean, as a business owner, you know, too, you have to get comfortable with always having a to-do list. Oh yeah, for sure. And for a while I struggled with that because I always like to be on top of things and sure. it's like, there's always more, there's always something more you could be doing. And it's just, you just have to be, get comfortable. Like I said, having a long list of things to do. That's what, yeah. I mean, that's, what's crazy is like in, I, I'm, I'm type A when it comes to the, your lists, right. Of, of trying to knock everything off. So I have like a daily task list, but the one thing that I've learned uh, with owning the gym and, and doing these other things is there that list if if you tr- if you have to 100% get that list done that day you're going to absolutely hate your life mm-hmm. like there's there's so many times where i'm like okay shit well and being an entrepreneur obviously pulls you in a ton of different directions and so at the end of the day i'm a lot of times there's like well i had to prioritize x y and z before a b and c so now a b and c's got to wait for tomorrow yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i have i have to I have to wait for tomorrow. And if you, if you stress out so much about, if you don't have that malleability and that, you know, that, what word am I looking for? That was for? a good word, malleability. Yeah. malleability. Yeah. Is, was yeah. it? Yeah. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. First try. <laughs> uh, but if you don't have that, you know, then, then it's going to be, it's, it's going to be torture for you. Right. You know, the other thing I found too, is sometimes taking whatever that task is and stowing it away for a day or two or whatever it might be, you might think of a better way to do it or oh, definitely, yeah. it, you might find something else that you attach to it that all of a sudden makes you excited to do it. You know? Right. Um, I saw a sweet quote. I got to think of this here, but it was, uh, I'm not a procrastinator. I wait until the last minute because I am, because the older I am, the wiser I am. So when no. I do it later, I'm going to be smarter when I do it. And I like, <laughs> like it, it, as, as sarcastic of, of a quote as that is, right. like it actually kind of makes sense. It does a little bit, do, yeah. You know, if you do have to no, push it, does. Up, it sure it does. I'm building wiser. up my Come wisdom. On. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. seriously though, if you, if you wait a day and, and you've experienced something that might make that task Easier I, or better than oh, than you're winning. Then you're winning. I'm, I'm going to argue here a little bit. If if I'm putting off a little task, it's unlikely that it's something that's important enough for me to learn something to get better at it. I'm probably just like, oh fuck, this little thing that I got to do. Right. That might be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like because it's it, I, the big tasks, sure, but right. you most of the time won't put those off if you need to get them done. These we're talking about little tasks that we don't really want to do, like uh, that's probably true. Yeah, the trash out, or, and that's you know not really I mean? applicable like, to fitness either. Like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna wait and do that workout yeah, in a week. Exactly. I'm gonna yeah. be... <laughs> that's true. That's true. When, when it comes to fitness, yeah. you have to kind of right. grind it out. But yeah. but at the same time, you may you know if you I'm talking and about we've talked like about that this stuff beer too. Bottle next to my bed that I really should just have thrown away by now. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna get wiser the next day and have. You might think of a better way. You might find. You might have done this the way the whole time. Right. What if what if you buy what if it's like vacuuming and then like a week later you have a Roomba and you're like, well, fuck, that was a great idea. First of all, I would never buy a Roomba because they scare me. Really? (laughs) He, he is on, he's on team robot taking over the world. Okay. Okay. But I, but they, 
I initially did not like Roombas because of the robots were taking over the world. I've switched sides since because I think it's inevitable, and I want them to know I was on their side. The whole sure, time. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so he's 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 trying to he's trying to mentally manipulate right. machines right yeah. now. Yeah. So guys, guys, no, I was on your whole. Yeah, right. Look at this yeah. prosthetic pinky. Yeah. He's, he's that know. little rat that's yeah. just he, like guys. I'm on your side. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. He's envisioning the robot takeover and then positioning himself on their side. Exactly. Like he was on the whole time. I'll betray humans immediately. Right. He's he's gonna blow up the entire gym closet because oh you guys are taking over. Okay, I'm on your team. Machine said, "If you can't beat him, join him." Right? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly, exactly. But yeah, anything else? uh, Anything else that you got going on, or that you want to kind of share? Well, let's get into all of your social stuff. Make sure you follow him and check out his store and all that kind of stuff. Give us some of those specifics. Yeah, so the website dreamingbig.com, D R M N B G dot com. On Instagram at dreamingbig. Same spelling, D-R-M-N-B-G. Facebook, Twitter, all, not on Snapchat. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of over Snapchat. I don't know about really? you guys. Yeah. I deleted I, it. I, I, I deleted think, it. I like it for my friends, but I think uh, its effectiveness in marketing is out of the window. Yeah, it's hard for Everybody a brand. Everybody that I follow that is essentially like using social media to market themselves. Like So that Max Tuning guy that I was just talking about no longer uses Snapchat right. because they hid away the stories. They basically hid away your ability to connect Did they with recently do that? Well, uh, yeah, whatever they did. So now it's a different now. option. So he, since he's like a big public figure and has hundreds of thousands of people following him, he goes into this special play, story place. Like, have you yeah, seen it? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. The yeah, one where, on the right. Where, the choice on the right. Yeah, in where I used to. You have I to actually specifically him. click there to get, like, the news and shit, Yeah, right? but he's, like, hidden amongst, like, Khloe yeah. Kardashian and shit. And I don't right. give a fuck about any of those people. Right, so when nobody like, else I is going to. I follow Max goddamn tuning. I want his stories in my friend's stories. Sure, but he got when too big. That. And it's, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, the initial beauty behind Snapchat was its simplicity in its yeah. early days. Right. And now it's just gotten yeah. way... It's well, just morphed the initial so much beauty that was... I, it's just like, ah, I'm, I'm good. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it was it was initially created to send dick pics and be able to delete them. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's... Yes, they yes. were... Dissolving it was, dick it, pics. Yeah, yeah, it was the dissolving uh, send nudes <laughs> yeah, it, it app. It still works really well to, like, send funny videos of me right. taking shit to my friends, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah, which he does frequently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, what else is going on? What else is going on with Dreaming Big? It's, it's really kind of morphing and I'm working on this now. It's morphing more into a a supply company. And what I mean by that is I'm the, the next step for it is producing more leisurely style items that you would associate with Dreaming Big. And what I mean by that, so like right now I'm working on, well, it's already done. It's already designed. I've, I've designed a hammock, which Okay, you so know, like, like that's that's an item that, like, you know, all one day, w- one day we all dream of like having all the time in the world to like sit in a hammock and sip yeah. on a drink, yeah. soaking in the sun, reading a book. Yeah. So it's it's producing more like lifestyle, leisurely items, yep. making dreams more accessible mm-hmm. to people, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So that's kind of the next step, the big picture um, mm-hmm. of dreaming big. Is the logistics crazy behind that shit? Kind of. I mean, not any more than what it was before, but yeah, a little bit. Um, Do you have to like test out ropes? Yeah, there's there's a little bit more risk involved, um, just because you know your minimum production requirements are higher. But yeah, then it's also like ensuring quality. So like, right now, right now the sample's being made, and I'll test it out, and and then you know if everything checks out, I'll press play and make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, that's sweet. Well, thank you very much for coming in to the gym closet. Yeah, we're thanks going for... to uh, 
end time. We might split this audio or we might double up on Ooh. and jump into uh, Dreaming Big's podcast. So you might hear us on both, but yeah. um, we really appreciate you coming in again. I'm here with at Jordan.Hildreth, and I am at TR Crave Strong, Crave with a K. We are, drop us a line at The Gym Closet Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And check out all of his uh, Dreamin' Big social media handles. Let's repeat those one more time. At Dreamin' Big on Instagram, D-R-M-N-B-G. You can find it on Facebook by just typing the name in, Dreamin' Big Clothing Company. Also on Twitter, at Dreamin' Big. And the website's the most important. That's where you can find all of our awesome stuff, www.dreaminbig.com. Go check that out. I'm going to go grab my shirt right now. Boom. Sweet. See you guys. See ya.